TV shows that just showed people dancing like The Grind and like Soul Train. <laughs> Over the years, we would kick it at our house in Brentwood to her apartment in Brooklyn. Was it in Brooklyn? Was it Manhattan? I'm not, I don't remember. We Brooklyn. Tell me in a yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. All right. Uh, to barbecues in Japan. She's one of the most adventurous and well-traveled people I've ever met. I would like to welcome a hero I call by their first name, Angel. I love that introduction, by the way. It's such yeah. a huge part of who I am. I swear. <laughs> Which I, was trying I never to think, thought. Yeah. I was trying to think like things, things that you did because you were like in like that, like um, like like troop dance performance thing, right? When you were younger. Yeah, I'm imagining that. I yeah. when I saw you in Japan, I was mm -hmm. trying to remember the last time I saw you in New York, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I couldn't remember because I feel like there's a chunk of my life that I. I did so many different. I had so many different jobs, and I did yeah, so yeah. many different things that I don't remember. If I'm pretty sure I saw, I'm almost positive I saw you in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, because especially like, when Adam, like, it was moved. twice. It's like one time we crashed at your place, and like, yes, Adam got real, real drunk. He was like throwing oh, up outside the. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. And then one of your roommates was like hitting on Cindy or something. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. And those I Russian didn't even guys came through. That. And the Russian oh guy like gosh. did the. <laughs> How do you remember that? And I don't. This is bugging me out. Yeah, that was right after. Was Adam with Jasmine? This is funny. We're talking about mm, personal stuff. I love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No. Yeah. Okay, that was early on. That was the older apartment in like. Um, it was big. So you had super high ceilings. Yep, high ceilings. Yeah, like drum that sets. Was yeah, like, yeah. That okay. was in Bedsty. That was in Bedsty, and Adam lived in a little place. Not that not that far away like walking distance from me and i had i remember i had like three roommates we were doing that brooklyn style loft yeah yes <laughs> yeah that we each yeah that, yeah that big cut out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, you remember this that we had like walls legolas we <laughs> wait, yeah the legolas cut out <laughs> oh <laughs> so. yes we did oh my god i forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god out of that memory has been gone oh my gosh that's right and you guys that have, like was sheets mine. that were walls yeah yeah that was mine i actually had a, a cutout of legolas from lord of the rings <laughs> i remember that man. yeah that was that loft we couldn't build the walls to the ceiling because we it was like technically illegal even though we lived mm -hmm. above a recycled mattress factory, which was okay. illegal because we could have been burnt to flames like at any second. It was like <laughs> we weren't supposed to live in that kind of. A it was like illegal place. on top of illegal. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it like negative. It like, yeah, it became negative. legal because it was so so illegal, right? It's like, well, you could burn up in the middle of the night, and you're also, you know, not supposed to be living there, so it negates itself. So everything's fine. <laughs> everything's fine. Give me your give me your three hundred dollar rent. <laughs> oh my god man. that's right yeah i remember we couldn't build all the way to the ceiling because it was just there were sprinklers and so mm -hmm. we had like cubbies they were like little yep. they were like little office cubbies but and mm -hmm. i remember hearing people doing stuff and like, it, was, <laughs> it was awful oh and so fun at the same time it was like yeah. always a party oh it was ridiculous oh my this gosh the legolas cut out yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you are the only person that remembers that. In my <laughs> world and everything that I've been through, no one has said that except for you. Really? Since like that period of time, it's not been discussed in like I don't know how many years. 
Yeah, oh. man, I remember that. And like, yeah, like in those like eighteen two Russian years guys. ago. Yeah, <laughs> I remember those two Russian guys. Like, I think like they were trying to get at Cindy. Remember and like, I don't. Yeah, what? yeah. And then I don't even remember. Yeah, who those these guys two Russian were. They dudes. They didn't even live there. No, they no, they just roommates. followed they us. They were just some dudes. Yeah, <laughs> they oh, were trying wow. to come at. They're trying to come at you guys. Okay, well there we go. That's the last yeah. time at, right in Brooklyn. And then um yeah, the last memory I'll say is that uh one of the guys said you, you know I can't do a good Russian accent. Maybe you can. Maybe things came full circle when you end up in Russia. But I know <laughs> he uh he's like you know he's like hey comrade I could do this fucking uh, Rubik's cube thing in wow. one minute. Really? And he was doing, yeah, yeah. And he was like, he was too drunk to, he could do it. He did, he, you know, he, and like, he was too drunk and he got really upset and we had to kick him out. I, wow. <laughs> and he called you comrade? Really? No, no, I'm just making oh, that shit up. Oh. No, no. That would have been awesome. He was like, bruh. Yeah. Hey, listen, bruh. I could do this, uh, I could do this fucking Rubik's Cube in fucking two seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. In like two seconds, man. Yeah, he, <laughs> And he couldn't do it. And then yeah, we had to kick him out. <laughs> I, do remember, I do remember I was like, that was when I started drinking. So like I would get really wasted. But I do definitely <laughs> remember Cindy being harassed. Because I do remember mm -hmm. like everyone protecting Cindy. Wow. You mm -hmm. know, I thought I had a good memory. I remember so much. But just until you said that, I had not thought about that moment <laughs> in my life since probably two months after that actually happened. That it happened. Oh right? my yeah. God, the Legolas cutout. What a gem. <laughs> What a gem. Oh, Lord. So many stupid things in that apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Quotes on the wall. You know? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. So that was like 2000. So I remember like that was like when the Mars Voltas, like their first full length came out. Yeah. Like, I remember passing yeah. out at their concert at Roseland Ballroom. <laughs> no way. Really. I went way to the front. No, it was the Laos at the Comatorium. It was that mm -hmm. record. Mm -hmm. That record was still one of my favorite records ever from beginning to end. And I went to the front and it was hot and, you know, everybody was drinking and partying. And I was in the front like I'm a, you know, I'm such a badass and it was so hot. And I just remember being like, ooh, and seeing like spots. And the oh, next no. thing I remember was like, I woke up and I was like bouncing around. And this giant security guy had like just scooped me up. And he was holding me like a baby and I felt really small. And I was like, oh. felt safe. Yeah. And I was like high above everyone else. I was like, the air is cleaner up here. I can breathe. And like, he took me to the backs to backstage. Cause that's where they had the first aid and the medics and the paramedics mm -hmm. and stuff. And I watched the rest of the show from behind the drummer. Oh, that's so cool. And <laughs> I, I gotta... played like I wasn't well. And because I actually passed out, they like paid yeah. They were like, "Okay, maybe she's still not well." And I was like, oh, "I just don't have enough strength, and like I'm not ready." <laughs> and I played it up, and I watched the rest of the show, and realized that they had all these sneaky people off stage behind curtain, like two extra keyboard players and stuff. Word like there was all, the band had like an extra five people that you didn't see on stage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and wow, I was like, like, "Oh, I learned so much about the Mars Volta." <laughs> they had like a B string. <laughs> That'd be string. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, I remember. I I remember that moment like it was yesterday, and then I felt really badass, and I felt like I did that, and then I was like, yeah. hey, "You can't do that again." Like, I was so no. scared. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah. Like yeah, I, the, I've I only passed out once in my life. It was uh, a couple like recently. I was like, um, yeah, yeah. I was like rushing out. Um, it's like three or four years, three, maybe three years ago. I was like getting a quick workout in before work. 
and I was um I was doing like military presses and <laughs> you passed out when you were doing military. Yeah, like I, I finished and I'm I was sorry, I'm and, I, <laughs> and I remember putting down the weight and what? um I remember like feeling tired. I went to put my hands on my my, my knees and like you're not you're never supposed to do it. if you get tired you're supposed to put your hands above your head, right? Yeah. So yeah, so I remember doing that and then I remember like waking up under my computer table because like I was like and then like I was like did I go drinking last night? <laughs> I was like, how drunk did I get? And I was like, trying to, I was piecing it together. Yeah, and I just, I, pa I like passed out, like my. How long were you up passed my, out for? I mean, five, five minutes, two, two minutes to five minutes. You were and just I like, had, yeah. I thought I thought I went drinking. I was like, the hell, what am I doing? That five minutes table? was like, that five minutes was like four years of your life, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so lucky I didn't like hit my head or anything. Like, yeah. you know, I, I busted up my 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 lips and stuff because I fell on my face. But uh, yeah, oh my, they, I, my teeth are all, yeah. I was, it was like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. You gotta stay <laughs> hydrated. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, you gotta listen to your body. That's really important. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, yeah, like thir that's, 38. That's dangerous. 37. Yeah, like 37, 30. I was like, yep, all right, I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, we're getting older, man. Easy. Yeah, yeah. That's another yeah, thing. So, Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the time right now, and it's 8.38, and I'm like, yep, yeah. 38 years old now. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> crazy? That's so crazy. You're yeah, 40. So like, yeah, what? Yep, just hit 40 this year. That's right. Yeah. And Adam, too. So crazy you guys are 40. It's weird. I, I remember, <laughs> did I meet you in middle school? Yeah, I was going to ask, like, when did we first meet? Because I, I met Adam in ninth grade, and then I kind of... So it was high school, yeah, because if you met Adam yeah. at the freshman center... Yeah. Then, yeah, 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 because you guys used to come over the house. So, yeah, I, yep. was, I was in middle school. I was in seventh grade, but Adam right. met you with, yeah. So I've known you since I was, wait... Oh, like 13? 13, 12? Yeah. 12, yeah. 13. I remember you had those big-ass glasses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which I tried to pull off again. Because uh, Christian, yeah, yeah. Christian Dior started making big old yeah, yeah. geeky frames. And I was like, let yeah. me give this a try. Yeah, what I remember bad, that. I was like, what oh, a yeah. bad idea that was. <laughs> yeah, that's how I, everybody's like, oh, yo, your sister got glasses. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. I spoke. <laughs> Nerdy-ass angel. And you, and you Little played... did they know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little did they know how yeah. hardcore I was going yeah, to party and exactly. all of the things I was going to fail at. Like <laughs> everyone else goes to college, and he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna move to Brooklyn and start drinking. I'm a dancer." <laughs> Showing up to dance auditions, hungover and stuff. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah so let's, okay. Let's, so I was young. Let's, 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 let's yeah. Let's let's kick it back. So like. I remember like vividly um you were like really you were always into performance i remember that like yep. and so like yeah where did that begin was it something that like, you were always down with like yeah i know that they used to be like those those big i think like Port puerto rican parties or something that they always try to do in like the the vfw hall or something i, I never been to them but um, <laughs> i'm like what yeah. are you talking yeah. about I mean, there's always parties at the BFW. Yeah, usually, yeah. Usually, quinceañeras and Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember you were at my Sweet Sixteen at a BFW. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, well, yeah, my, exactly. Yeah, Puerto Rican Cuban girl with her Sweet Sixteen at a BFW. Vanilla <laughs> <laughs> man, dude. Yeah, I did it. Since I started dancing when I was like um, four. Oh wow! At, okay. a, at you know, like in Queens, you know. 
mm-hmm. little dancing school, like, you know, silly little dancing, but I loved it. And I did it for years mm-hmm. and years and years. And so at Brentwood, I really got into like, uh, I wanted to sing, but I was so scared. And Mr. Troisey, mm-hmm. who was the choir teacher, I wasn't even in choir, like got me into it. And then I got mm-hmm. into like musical theater and stuff. And then I started tying everything in. But yeah, it's, it's like kind of the fabric of my person. Mm-hmm, is all mm-hmm. of that is music dancing you know even now I don't, i'm not doing any of the things i used to but there's a keyboard and a guitar and like oh, i wow. sing at my nanny job to the kids and they got me an ukulele so i play ukulele oh, with nice. the kids and stuff and yeah it's it's important very important to me yeah 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 i remember and then like you you also were in the band you play like trombone or something alto saxophone alto even sax, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah I was a real, I was a real, I was a nerd in the sense that like I wanted to do everything and I wanted to be mm-hmm. good at everything. I tried yeah. really hard to be good at everything. Like I was like second seat out of sax and I remember being like, that's okay. I don't need to be first. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm third, <laughs> that's cool. I'm still yeah. not the worst. I'm still like in the good bands, you know, I'm in the mm-hmm. wind yeah, ensemble yeah. with Mr. Dalpi. I was like, that's the good band. <laughs> and like, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, not, I was never like number one. Mm-hmm. But I was good at a lot because I wanted to. It's mm-hmm. strange. It was mm-hmm. so strange. It was such like this this um, need inside of me to just like be a well rounded person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dope. As like, a teenager, yeah, which was really yeah. weird, it consumed me a lot too, which was weird. Yeah, because you were yeah. I'm, I remember Adam was like, like "Yo, relax, nice <laughs> queen. <laughs> like, chill out. Like, don't you want to just chill out and relax? Mm-hmm. No." This, yeah, this, you were, this, you were like yes. really, really. Where did that come from? Do you, where do you think that that uh, came from? Um, I'm not so sure. I mm-hmm. my guess is that like it was probably a part of my personality. Just mm-hmm. you know, as we are, as we're born, like things that like my mom stories. My mom tells me about like being really hard headed at like two and like figuring out how mm-hmm. to unlock doors and like <laughs> do really crazy stuff. Adam was like real chill, you know, and very, mm-hmm. you know thoughtful and like mm-hmm. made choices he mm-hmm. i didn't i was like i'm gonna do this <laughs> i don't care what the risk and my mom would be, Adam would be like angels you're my window. or like all sorts of crazy stuff you know and i think that's part of it but i think it's also like just you know um having a mom that loved music and and mm-hmm. pushed me to to dance and also like culturally my parents dancing and like you know, part of, you know, Latin culture is like yeah, there's yeah. music and there's dancing, as you know. Yeah, the barbecues, man. Yep. Yeah, the hangout and the music yeah. and the dancing. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't matter where you are. You don't need to be in a club or dress nice no. to dance. Like <laughs> people danced in our living room. Like I remember yeah. that being super normal, like people hanging yeah. out and, you know, people dancing salsa mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the living room, you know. So yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it, too. Mm-hmm. culturally just what i know what i've been surrounded with the neighborhood mm-hmm. all their friends like we were all like into art and music mm-hmm. and and i think i had a huge part of it too like adam and you guys and like his friends and my friends and us mm-hmm. as a brother and sister and everything yeah that's uh, dope yeah i remember that i'm yeah just uh yeah just thinking back like um yeah it was really it's really fun and uh yeah yeah just i'm just trying to uh i remember like um when um adam was acting like you were like you, you were you were like a senior and like 
Yeah. Were were you like in the musicals as well? Yeah, I or, was. Yeah, yeah. I actually okay. got the lead. Adam and I did the musical when you guys met in the ninth grade. We did yeah. the biz. And oh, okay. we got in the ensemble. And okay. we were just both like dancers and like in the choir. And we had the best time because we were like, we got to be like the flying monkeys and the tornado <laughs> that came yeah, through like all yeah. months of. And I was like, this is dope. And Adam and I had a great time. And then as we kept going on, I stayed in musical theater and like, uh, you know, got more confident in my voice because mm -hmm. of, you know, thank goodness, Mr. Choisey mm -hmm. and, and Mr. Callahan, look, I'm name dropping Amy Munster, <laughs> like all of the people in Brentwood, like theater and in the arts, mm -hmm. like were really supportive and pushed me. And they were like, you're very talented. Like you need to sing. And they helped mm -hmm. me. And then I got the lead, like the last, my yeah, 11th and 12th grade, I got mm -hmm. the leads. And like, it was like my claim to fame in high school. Like, wow. the, like I was this, like a very talented person and Adam had done, Dude, oh God, that sounds awful. Like I'm, like I'm like oh, I was a very talented person. <laughs> you, you, course, okay. I say that in my voice though because everything comes with a price. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, everything comes with a price. All that good shit I'm talking about right now. Well, a few years later, yeah. And then Adam, Adam was in Suffolk Community mm -hmm. College, and he was, you know, an acting major. And I saw him, and was, and I just also since I. I don't know. As all of my memories involve me just wanting to be as cool and as awesome as my brother and like <laughs> mimicking him and there are videos of it happening. There's evidence. And it's like in my embedded in my memory that I'm just like, Adam is the coolest guy. So <laughs> Adam went and I was like, I could just do that because it's going yeah. real well for Adam. And like Adam's sick and awesome. And like mm -hmm. I'm his sister and he can help me and I'll be safe mm -hmm. and I'm okay. So then I just kept following that path. And then, yeah, we got to have this great experience doing shows at, at Suffolk and like, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, That's... it's embedded in our family in, in particularly in the two of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's mad funny. Just, uh, just thinking back, like, yeah, like, um, you guys like bring us like Shakespeare and stuff and, uh, oh, that was uh, all Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was. Oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let me do a musical that okay. was from 1940, you know, yeah. dance, you know, like Adam's like, uh, I can spit a verse and I am a contender. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I was like, damn, man. I even I, I actually sat down like years later. Um, I like read some Shakespeare. Um, and I was like, y'all know what the fuck they're talking about, man. Like, <laughs> I can't understand it. Yeah. So then, what 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 uh what, what happened after that? Oh my goodness! I'm like, I gotta remember stuff now. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I I remember like you being in Brooklyn, and then it's like, damn, at, like Angel's party and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah. So oh, like, well, yeah. I I was making enough money dancing at bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. Oh wow! Like, oh. Really? <laughs> oh, I did that, and yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, a lucrative business. Really? Um, being like a party motivator. Yeah, yeah. No way, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Great, great money. And I had the energy and I was young. So I was making enough of a living that I was like, you know what? I don't want to. Real quick, real quick. Can, what I, I don't, you know, I don't know what I know what a bar mitzvah is, but I like what happens in a bar mitzvah. Like what? It what is kind of, what kind of Jewish celebration of when okay. a, a bar mitzvah is a boy, a bat mitzvah is a girl. And it's okay. when they turn 13 and they're, it's like they're coming into their adulthood. It's like a sweet 16, but th th yeah, but but okay. but so much earlier, so it makes so much more sense, you know. <laughs> here, here, let's celebrate you becoming an adult at 13. Yeah, no, at but 13. like, you know, they they have to like 
they study and they work really hard because they have to read parts of the the of, Torah, um, yeah. the Torah, yeah, and like it's really, really difficult, and a lot of kids, like you know, their voices are cracking. There's all these jokes, and in film and television, and writers have written about it that like there's all these jokes that the kids like voices crack because mm. they're 13, they're kind of like or like <laughs> like their voices are cracking when they're trying to like you know do this really important thing in front of like their great grandparents and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then they have parties, and I would dance at them. We'll sing at wow. them. And so I used that money to move move to the city, but not the city because wow. I couldn't afford Manhattan. So I just yeah, went yeah, to yeah. Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. Nice <laughs> and safe and really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things that I said is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, what, what made you do that? What made you go out to, to, to Brooklyn? I wanted to audition and mm-hmm. really try. I was auditioning to be a dancer and 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 to be on Broadway. <laughs> I was doing that while I was still living on Long Island. While I was still in Brentwood. But it was becoming mm-hmm. more expensive and harder to take the Long Island Railroad and to do that commute. And I had mm-hmm. a car, but it was just too much, you know? Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. said, you know, forget it. Just just leave school and, you know, <laughs> dumb idea uh, and go to the city and try and do it. And I had, you know, I had some success and, and I just really mm-hmm. wanted to try felt like I needed to just try. And I and I came really close to lots of good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, and one of the main ones, which is funny, because I it never mattered until fairly recently. The show that I almost got was the show In the Heights, written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, wow. <laughs> homie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which, you know, back in the day, when the audition was happening and it was like, it wasn't even going to be on Broadway. It was like going to be on um workshop when they workshop mm-hmm. it, they workshop it to see if it is like worthy of Broadway. Mm-hmm. So I was going to get into it. That's what I was auditioning for. But you know, if I would have gotten it, I would have been on Broadway and in the Heights. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Damn. And you know, you never know if a, bro- if a show that's workshopping, you know, they're seeing mm-hmm. if it is, you know, possible, they're tweaking it. They're getting people in, they're getting, producers in to see like what they can do and all that stuff you know you never know if it's gonna make it but the point is is it did and that was (laughs) that was one of the things that i was like wow that was that show that i auditioned for the workshop of it and i lost to to this other girl lost one of the the main roles and i was like wow (sighs) but that was that was what i tasted you know i tasted the lights broadway baby that's what that's what brought me back (laughs) Wow. So, like, how how um how, how long did you did you do did you do that for? Because I, I left I left to Japan in, in t- two thousand four, and I know that that wow. when you were kind of um, you really have been in Japan like, since two thousand four. Just, get, just getting out there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I was twenty two. Twenty four years old. So I was still. Yeah, you were twenty two. Yeah. Yeah, I was still auditioning, but less frequently, mm-hmm. and I was okay. singing in a cover band at that time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was singing a cover band and doing really well, and I was going on dance mm-hmm. auditions like every now and again. But I wasn't, I wasn't fighting for it as hard as I was the previous years. You know, mm-hmm. I lost, I lost yeah, the too. the passion to like want that, like to be faint, to be on Broadway, and like it wasn't about fame. It was just like these landmarks, like musical theater. You know, Broadway is the top. You know, and so I kind of yeah, just lost yeah. the the motivation and got into some other stuff. Like I was like, yeah, I'm a, 
and drinking and I'm partying. <laughs> so like, I gotta be in a band. Okay, get so big in a cover band. That's what's available right now. <laughs> How is that? Like, so you did fun. you because you, you started playing drums too and, and stuff as well. I did, and that's the start of it all because one of the roommates at that crazy loft was a drummer. And so he's the reason why I got into the cover band because him and his brother and these two other guys were looking for a singer and he's like, she can sing, you know? So I started doing that. And then there was a drum kit in our apartment. So I would play and he was, and then I ended up being his girlfriend and we were together for like on and off for quite a few years. And so like music and playing drums and learning how to play guitar, he was really, really good at both. Um, and songwriting and all that stuff was really introduced to me because it was like I was in a relationship. And so we shared that, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he was I mean, he was a dick, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> very important in my musical life because so much of what he loved, he shared with me, even if it yeah, was selfishly yeah. just because that's who he was. It didn't matter. You know, like I got I got exposed. Let me tell you, I knew Pearl Jam, but I didn't love Pearl Jam until <laughs> until Jonathan Spanos. Let me tell you, <laughs> I was like, they're incredible. I, I got into some music that I probably never would have thought mm -hmm. to listen to. But it's partly because I started falling in love with the drums. And then yeah, just yeah. you hear certain there's certain music like there's jazz and then there's, you know, I don't know, you hear some crazy metal and you're like, that's a whole yeah, other yeah. level of drumming, you know? And so you yeah, start yeah. to listen to other music and then you fall in love with it for all sorts of reasons. So yeah, mm -hmm. then the drumming was introduced. Mm -hmm. And so, that's yeah, cool. I was uh, someone doing a lot of things that doesn't make any money. <laughs> I mean, you know, that that happens to, the thing that happened to a lot of people in our, our generation. <laughs> that's true. It's so yeah. true. <laughs> Yeah, even this podcast, I'm not really making any money. I'm not losing what we're doing. <laughs> but it's but such it's a good, good idea, though. Yeah, it's just for fun, you know. I just, I've, 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 I think I've learned to just accept the fact that none of my, like, none, maybe not none, but the the things that I really enjoy doing are like they cannot be monetized for you know whatever reasons. <laughs> you know what I mean? But whatever. well, they they I might mean. be able to, but mm -hmm. you probably would have to compromise whether. Yes. You, yeah. Subconsciously or not, you'd yeah, have to yeah, compromise yeah. some aspect of it because I feel the same yeah. way. All the things I love, like I was pushing for so much of it, like it would be my career and my life. Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. I lost the passion and the love for it. And now that I'm not making any money off, I'm making money <laughs> off of taking care of other people's kids. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I still have this love for all that stuff that we've just mm -hmm. been talking about, you know? Yeah. And that doesn't go away, you know? It doesn't, yeah. Just have to just find, I guess, you know, an outlet and just uh, w w work it in any way, you, any way you can. But yeah, that's a good point about the compromise. Like your yeah, room, your, the office room with the computer where, where Gus and I slept, there you had oh, the, yeah. your bass, there was like instruments in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yes, he's not letting go. I'm not letting no. go. <laughs> never let go, never let go. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, keep, yeah and that's the cool thing about you know about being creative you know um you know you, you can do it and you know you don't really you know you don't you don't have to sh you know share it or anything you just do it to keep saying yeah and if the moment strikes you that you want to share it then then you share it and it's because it mm -hmm. felt right and it was yeah. actually an honest mm -hmm. moment and you feel good about it yeah the difference now yeah. yeah so then yeah we we you know like facebook really wasn't a thing when i came to japan they had my like they had myspace and stuff but you know it wasn't really popping off so like there was like you know about there were like four or five years 
um, that, you know, we didn't really talk. So like, yeah, what, what were you doing between, I guess, you know, 2004 and, 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 and 2010, like those, those oh, Lord. five, six years. Yeah. yeah, those were very, very, actually very messy years. Getting into like doing music and that was great and like playing in different bands and like really getting into drums. I played in um, a four piece band and was writing music and it had like no direction and like it was with my boss, the owner of the bar I was managing. And so things got like okay. very complicated and twisted, but mm. um, those years were like a lot of partying and, <laughs> and like really feeling very, very lost and having like a bunch of relationships and on and offs. It was just like, I feel like not my best years, but mm -hmm. you know, they're who they were part of, who I was and have yeah, builded yeah. who I am. So it's like, you know, I still get a little sick in my tummy every now and again when I think about mm -hmm. some of the things that, that happened during those years and just like yeah. the lack of direction and just, mm -hmm. yeah, it was weird. But I was also still fairly young. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, what, uh, you know, I mean, you, you made it out, which is the most important, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, <laughs> goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those were tough years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, like, how how was managing a bar? Like, that seems really difficult. It is. Like, yes. Yeah, it so, is. Like, did did you? What would like the takeaways from that experience? I feel like I can handle a lot more uh, than most in terms of like. Multi it sounds so cheesy. It's like a CV multitasking you know like all these <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. things like multitasking but it's true like um you're running someone else's business that's the thing that sucks about it because you're unless they give you a piece of the pie unless they mm -hmm. cut you in and make you a partner you're oh you're not really making the money you should be but mm -hmm. I, what i did learn is how to run a business which yeah you know part of a dream of mine is to actually do that on some small level um to run my own little place, you know, and, and I don't know that I want to do that, but it's just something that you like the idea of. And it's a cool dream to have that maybe mm -hmm. will never come true, but I could, I feel like I could be a part of someone like, like be a partner to something and be able to contribute a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like you're, you're not, it's dealing with staff. It's firing and hiring. Like, wow. And, ordering the booze and like doing inventory control because you could lose a lot of money and then like bartenders pour a lot or over pour or give the bar away as they say and that costs money and then you've got these people breathing down your neck like fix it fix it you know knowing wow. what's what's popular you know figuring that out and then you know if you're someone that likes to drink that's not the best job for you either. So I drank a lot mm -hmm, when I was mm -hmm. managing because it was easy <laughs> yeah. and I could. Yeah. And I was running the yeah. show and I knew how much everything costs. And you know, like and I was like, I'm the yeah, manager. Yeah. I'm running this person I'm running these guys their business. So I'm gonna have a drink when I want to drink. So mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was wow. a learning experience, but also like everything you want is like right there. You know, bartenders feel like rock stars. So if you work in a bar, you kind of feel like a rock star interesting yeah like yeah yeah like how can you explain like a little bit about that like the feeling and and what yeah i think i think stuff? you feel it's like you're running the party you know and you're it's almost like you're god in this small little world 
and you are running, you put on the music that makes people go crazy. Like I was also a bartender and a manager. So I had mm -hmm. the feeling of running the party as a bartender. But then I also had the feeling of like being the person that when someone's like, let me ask, for, I want to ask for the manager. I'd be like, Hey, <laughs> how's it going? Yeah. You know, yeah. like a power trip and a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was great at mm -hmm. my job, but you know, um, I cared about it, but I also, you know, was young and liked the party and that also gets yeah. in the way, you know, and you can't live that life. You can't do that for, for weekends and weekends on end, you know, like it yeah. burns you out. Burns so there's, out. that's a saying, like people get really burnt out in service industry when you're like a bartender you know you get real burnt out because you're working these late hours and you're partying and it's emotionally exhausting like you feel yeah, great you get these real yeah. highs and then you come home when everyone else is getting up and going to work and you're going to sleep and you crash you know yeah yeah it's called like yeah i think uh, the term is like emotional labor i think is the yeah research term sure. yeah, it's a lot of emotional labor. it is yeah. it's not just serving drinks and stealing think about a room full of people fucking drunk <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and you have to manage them and like serve yeah, them or yeah. not serve them and every dollar they put down is like your survival it's it's yeah. fucking intense it's yeah, very yeah. intense you could have a great time but man if you're not smiling and cheery and happy you don't get the tips and sometimes you're smiling and cheery and happy and awesome and you still don't get the tips and then you're like yeah. you want to kill somebody you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do you know that this is how I pay my rent? Yeah, yeah. Especially in New York, yeah. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Yeah, so that yeah, that seems like a really high uh high stress, um yeah, really involved job. Yeah, just I guess some, yeah, so And yeah, fun, man. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fun, yeah. <laughs> it's also super yeah, fun. Too yeah. fun. Dope. Yeah, I like I I I do a little bartending a little bit out here, like um I yeah, like Did you? you no, know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, um, uh, just for like a, a few months, like uh, I just kind of had lots of people that I knew and the the bar owner ha had like a second place and he was like, yo, you can, if you want to throw, if you want to like have parties, they have, have like a karaoke machine, everything is like, yep, just, you know, charge, you know, like they have the all, all you can drink here. Oh, cool. You just pay like a, a flat rate. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you just say, yo, just charge everybody like, you know, 30 bucks. Like, and then you can drink all, all night. And so, yeah, man, I would, I made a lot of money. I was making a lot of money. But as you said, like, you know, it's, it's tiring because you have to manage everything and you can't get too drunk. No. And, you know, yeah. And oh, no. Fight, you know, yeah. Stuff. And then it was weird. Then like, you know, Japanese people would come in and, and like, you know, they would, you know, um, be like, what, like, what do you, like, <laughs> why are you, you know, it's just, you know. <laughs> What were you serving? Not, you just were you making cocktails or like what were you serving? Oh, uh, nothing. Just like kind of nothing special. It wasn't like a super fancy place. It was like this, uh, obviously beer, and then like they had like they had like s some Japanese, like some sours and stuff. Like nothing, um, spec like you know. You didn't have to like make or, a, a dirty martini or anything. No, man. Yeah, man. I, yeah, I would have been. I would have been fired. On the <laughs> um, it was just like you know, like a local, you know, hole in the wall type of type of um, place in the country. Did you feel that any any moment where you felt like, yo, I'm I'm running the shit. Like that power and like that control and like that you're kind of like a badass and everyone's like, oh, the bartender, cool. Yeah, I, I felt, yeah, I felt that way. Um, but I, to be honest, I didn't like it because um, I was just like, yo, I just want to get drunk. <laughs> I I, 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 and like it made me respect bartenders a lot more. It's like, damn, man, like, cause you, could, you can't really, in, 
you can't really enter the party you know like you still have to manage stuff oh you can though you can yeah. it just takes time <laughs> and practice my friend i didn't i didn't reach that i didn't reach that level i didn't reach that level yet yeah just time and practice like literally there were so many ways so many ways that bartenders sneak booze and then most of us like if you work in a cool place and you can keep your shit together and your boss is like you're making me go you're making me plenty of money like beer thing like you know I, I was lucky enough to have that kind of experience, but yeah, we would definitely sneak it because you you know you didn't yeah, yeah. ever drink in front of your boss unless he got yeah, you exactly. a shot, you know. But when you're the manager, like, what the fuck? I was the manager, man. I was the person that people had to look at me and be like, "Is this okay?" And I'd be like, "Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Let's do it." But that's dope. Yeah, man. it takes time, and then and then when you're in it, oh, what a great feeling. But yeah, it can go very sour. Yeah, but I feel you. I'm so I didn't I had no idea that you had that experience. It's, it's yeah, it's really short. It's like yeah, it's a few months. Serving and, people, um, yeah. you know, the concept yeah. of serving someone is mm -hmm. I don't know holds a lot of weight, you know. Yeah, and it's kind of like yeah, it's just like a lot of like you know, it was just me, so I didn't have any helpers, and it's like a, a lot of management and you know just yeah. yeah the, 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 for me, it was a drama, man. Like people, it is. people like they, you know, they want to talk to you about their their problems and stuff, I'm like. <laughs> Damn, this is a, yeah. I, I saw I saw it in movies and stuff. I was like, ah, oh, that's probably just a movie trope. It's like, nah, people really be beyond some like, yeah, man, like some deep stuff. It's true. Like you, you can't imagine that someone's gonna sit and be like, literally start talking to you about like their relationship or really personal yeah. stuff. But they do. Yeah. Hey, listen, Frank Sinatra. There's a song about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I don't know this. Yeah, that Frank Sinatra song. Oh my gosh, I can't remember. Oh, set him up, Joe. He's talking to the bartender. His name is Joe. Mm -hmm. I got a little story. I want you to know. <laughs> it's one for my baby and one more for the road. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Think, I don't right. know. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he wrote it, but he he sung it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's called one for my baby and one more for the road. So it's this guy at a bar <laughs> drunk talking to the bartender about his girl, and then he's like, one more for my baby and one more for the road. I'm getting out of here, wow. and he's wasted. <laughs> yeah. There's some. There. Yeah. It's like bar, that's bartenders are therapists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's a it's one of therapy, isn't it? No. It is. It is. That's it crazy. definitely is. But, that, but it's like, yeah, who who who's the bartender for the bartender, right? Like, who's looking that out for you? That is you know? an excellent point, and maybe yeah, that's yeah. why bartenders are fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's for real. Like, it's a, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You crash. You have this high, and then you come home and you crash. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. It's emotionally exhausting. I'm so glad I'm not doing it anymore. I have fond yeah. memories of it, wonderful memories, mm -hmm. and I met incredible people and people I still talk to that I bartended with, you know, when I was 23 years old, you know, so that's like 15 years ago, and I still talk to them, and it's pretty incredible. Regulars, regulars at bars I worked at that I still, you know, chat on Facebook and like, <laughs> say what's up and stuff, and that's crazy, you yeah. know. A relation talk about a relationship that's like not based on anything other than I got what you need and you were there and you put a dollar every time <laughs> I gave you what you needed and you helped me pay my rent, motherfucker. So you know what? I love you forever. <laughs> what a what in the relationship, seriously. That's yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, I wonder um yeah, when is there any like like research on <laughs> I you know what I was just thinking that, but I've met someone's yeah. or yeah, I'm sure there is. Yeah. There's too yeah, many. There's cool. too many bars and too many fucking drunks. <laughs> and too many bars. Like I mean, there's just too much. Someone's definitely been like, I'm gonna write my thesis on this. Yeah, there has to be. There, yeah, it's going. Yeah, on. I Ooh, bet. Oh, yeah. oh, I bet. 
that's so dope man um but yeah so um yeah so then like i remember then yeah that was going on i, I think i went back to visit like in 2008 i don't know if we we got to chill when i, went I don't back. remember i feel yeah, like i don't think so I think you. Were I don't busy. think I. Um, it's possible that I. Didn't we go to your bar? Didn't we go to your bar? Like Jeff, Nate, we all went to your bar, right? Adam. No. Wait. I no no no. It wasn't my bar. Wait, there are photos of this. There are yeah, photos. Yeah. We went to a bar right near um, Union Square. It was yes, like a reunion. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah yes, yeah. I think that's when you came back. Is that what you're talking about? Mm -hmm. It was like a yeah, real yeah, dark ivy bar. Yes, yeah, I think that was no, that wasn't two thousand eight. That might have been like two thousand two, maybe two thousand eight. I don't know. Yeah, one of those times I came back. Yeah, I remember, I remember the photo, and I'm and I remember myself and what I looked like. So I'm trying to remember how old I was. If I was, no, that was definitely like. So you said you came back in two thousand eight. Yeah, I think that was it, man. Yeah, anyway. uh, it was it was it was later because I remember I I remember because. My friend Kehau that I was living with in that loft, in that crazy place, she was at a show at that place um, right down the street. It was called De La Guarda, and the bar was down the street from the venue, which was right off okay. of Union Square. And so that, yeah, so I think I, I saw you when you came back in 2008. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah maybe. I think so. And like, was, was it was like, and Kit was there too? Yeah, Kith came through as well. Kith yeah, came, yeah. yeah. Kith was there. Yes, there's a photo. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And I remember it had bangs. That tells me a lot. Because, <laughs> listen, that shit happened. And that was like, that's when I had bangs. And that was like, a, yeah, so I know. <laughs> so I know. Yeah, what that's right. That dingy at. little dark bar. I know exactly where it's at. I, I know exactly where. I don't remember the name, but I know exactly where it's at. So that was the last time I saw you in New York. And then I think the next time I saw you after that was... Yeah, was, yep, yep, in Japan. In Japan. Yeah. May, I was thinking about this today. It was May 1st when I landed, when Gus and I landed in Tokyo. And I know it's May 1st because we had to leave Shanghai. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> of all the happiness. Yep. Woo! Jalen Shanghai. Yeah, was, Should I have said it. that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I know it was May 1st because we had already planned the trip to see you and it worked out perfectly mm -hmm. that they gave us just that amount of time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we already had our tickets booked to arrive in Tokyo May 1st and it was May 1st, 2017. 17, yeah. Yep. 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 That was, so it was that, I was, we were there for like 10 days, 12 days mm -hmm. and we spent like five, I don't know, four or five days with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Man. So it was like mid-May. And... Yeah. Yeah. In 2017 that I saw you last. That's crazy, isn't it? Wow. A little over three years ago, yeah. Yep, yep. But man, I remember yes. it was like it was yesterday. That was insane. That was so incredible yeah. going to, to see you guys, like getting on the train. I remember the moment when you when we got out of the train and I saw you, and it was just like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> like just like I'm here, you're like, and then I was just like, it was just like done, and then we just started chilling. Yeah, yeah, man. It was it was like it, we never missed a beat. It was so cool. Such a great memory. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. And that barbecue. Yeah, yeah. And Maychan and Maychan and Kanako and just meeting yeah. your family and just being like, this is so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was good times, man. That was <laughs>
Yeah, that, was, that was just a wonderful thing that like that never would have happened if I never left the United States, you know? Yeah. So if you want to talk about that, um, yeah, I was going to ask about the living, but yeah, you know, we talk about that next time, but, um, but yeah, so what, um, <laughs> the living, oh, love it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So like what, yeah. Cause like, I remember like, um, I was still talking to Adam and Adam was like, oh yeah, angels like in, in, um, where did you go first? It wasn't Russia, was it? I was like, no, I was in Central Asia. I went to Central Almaty, Asia, okay. Kazakhstan, okay. Kazakhstan, Central Asia. Kazakhstan. That was my first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Gus, Gus and I went there. Uh, yeah, so how was that? Like, how did that happen? Like, how was that experience? Like, we wanted to get the hell out of New York, and he mm -hmm. got a job, and I, you know, was like, let's do it. Let's go. Whatever. Like, mm -hmm. I'm a manager mm -hmm. of a bar. Like, that's not, that's, who cares? You know? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. let's go. So, Gus got a teaching job. And we had an mm -hmm. apartment set up and like the whole package was ready for us. Mm -hmm. So we were like, let's go. Yeah. And that was September. He, yeah, September 2014. And wow. we were there for two years. And then from there, we got jobs in Shanghai. So we went to Shanghai. Um, yeah. And then it just kept, and while we were there, it just makes travel so easy because you're, you're, you're in a completely different part of the planet, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going to so, going to China or Japan or mm -hmm. uh, the Middle East or Southeast Asia is no big deal when you're in Central Asia. Going to mm -hmm, Africa mm -hmm. was like, mm -hmm. I couldn't believe, we couldn't believe how cheap it was to go to Tanzania mm -hmm. from Central Asia. We were like, uh, round trip, $650. <laughs> Let's do this. You know? Yeah, so like, yeah. How, yeah. So how many countries have you, have you been to so far? Uh, last time I checked and I forgot a few and I added because I went to mm -hmm. Spain last year, which I had never been mm -hmm. to before. So I think it's like it's all I'm so mad. It's not 30, but it's like 28. Wow. I know. I'm so mad. It's not 30, though. I want to round it out. And I'm like, well, that's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> they won't even have us anywhere. Yeah. yeah We're yeah, not welcome. Wait a bit. Yeah. You got to <laughs> wait a little bit. But that's that's awesome, man. So like, yeah. So like that that must have been a very like a a very like significant turning point, um, you know, like in your life because it was just like basically like New New York straight, right? Yeah. And then it's like like, like boom, you know, yep. I'm in Central Asia, and then yeah. So like, did you did you learn anything? Like what did, what did, what what um what did you like experience like teaching? Because you you started teaching and stuff as uh, yeah, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I started a whole new profession after mm -hmm. going to, like, I kind of was like, well, I guess this is what I'm going to do now. What else mm -hmm. am I going to do in Kazakhstan? But mm -hmm. te teach English, you know? Like, <laughs> so that's what I started doing. And I really, really fell in love with teaching, especially teaching like young learners. I just love it. Mm -hmm. And not everyone has the energy or the capacity to deal with a bunch of fucking children. <laughs> let me tell you, it's not easy. But I yeah. love it so much. So, mm -hmm. you know, it was something that became a huge part of my life without even realizing when I got on that plane and because I was like, all right, we're doing this. Like, I had mm -hmm. no idea what I was in for. Um, mm -hmm. But it changed. I feel like travel changes you. And, you know, you, you've been living in Japan. It's a huge mm -hmm. part of who you are now. Like, you're not the yeah. same guy that you were, you know, before no, yeah. when you lived in, yeah, in yeah. New York your whole life, you know. No matter where you go in the States, and the States is a big place. I did road trips. I feel like, you know, the southwest of the United States is like Mars. And like, <laughs> you know, 
everyone mm-hmm. should take road trips through this country and see mm-hmm. some other areas because it's like they're like many countries all over this country you know yeah yeah like, but I've been, yeah, I've been there's nothing like, like getting yeah. on a plane and having your passport stamped and like smelling different stuff and seeing mm-hmm. like colors and scents and food and language and like the feeling that you get from that and then when you start mm-hmm. to like dig in real deep and if you're you know broke like me you do it cheap <laughs> and you yeah you yep. end up having great experiences with people you stay in an airbnb and you're sharing a place with another family and they like cook you dinner and then you talk about mm-hmm. what their life is like or you know mm-hmm. You take you you live in Central Asia. You can you know go to Southeast Asia real cheap, cheap. So you go mm-hmm. and then you have this great experience in Angkor Wat, which mm-hmm. I did with this guy. I took us on a tuk tuk all around, and he just told his story and he was really smart and just wow, just a guy that like fought to live through the the you know the the war and the Premier Rouge killing everyone and and mm-hmm. him literally like taking us around this beautiful place as tourists and then I learned more than I could have ever imagined and like those experiences stay with you you know yeah those experiences yeah. stay with you forever and you feel way more connected as a human being after you have them because mm-hmm. you're just you're you're spending so much time with someone and they're sharing really personal shit and like who the mm-hmm. fuck are you you know yeah. <laughs> they don't have to tell you yeah. shit. But mm-hmm. how beautiful is it that they share with you and then you end up sharing with them and you hug each other at the end. You might not mm-hmm. never see each other again, but you hug each yeah. other at the end. And you. I've had so many of those moments where I'm hugging the Airbnb guy or the guy that <laughs> took us on this quick little last minute tour or, mm-hmm. you know, the guy that we stopped and sat next to a table having lunch in Vietnam, you know, and he was mm-hmm. a Vietnam vet. You know, mm-hmm. like the stories are endless and that just comes from like, travel and those yeah. things are those moments are super special and i think that they i feel connected on a level that i didn't before and mm-hmm. it's a huge part of who i am i'd say it's equally as much of a part of who i am as all that other stuff we talked about like being a mm-hmm. musician and a dancer and how there's a guitar and a keyboard here i feel like traveling and that change and what i've gotten from it is as much as who I am, as much of who I am as everything else. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's huge. That's awesome, man. It's huge. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, yeah, 28 countries. And I, 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 yeah, it's really, it's really dope. Like, you know, you've had all these people that you've just come across in your life. It's such like a unique and, you know, uh, you know, just like um, very, I guess, humbling experience, right? It is. Yeah. It is. It's super humbling. Especially when you travel and you go to places where people are like poorer than poor. I drove through mm-hmm. Mexico. From, well, I drove from Chicago with a Jeep and a, tra- a trailer with Gus all the way down. We Remember, we told you all the way down from Chicago, mm-hmm. all the way mm-hmm. through Mexico to the Yucatan Peninsula to like Campeche, which is right, here, right near Yucatan, um, Gulf Coast, Mexico. And like driving through Mexico for thousands and thousands of miles and stopping in so many different states and like i mean like a month a month's worth of driving wow. through i mean wow. yeah you 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 see so much more than you could imagine and like yeah. i've lived in cambodia for a month and i lived in thailand for a month and then i lived in vietnam for a month and you're spending like a decent amount of time in, in these countries and like seeing seeing poverty and seeing other stuff and and it's a yeah if you pay attention and you're not selfish and you're not having these like um i hate to say bougie experiences but you know i wasn't in some 
four star resort, yeah. uh, you know, in Haiphong, Vietnam, which is gorgeous <laughs> and yes, amazing. No, I was in an Airbnb hanging out with two Vietnamese guys who like came from nothing and you know mm -hmm. bought this little building and turned it into a super cute airbnb and mm -hmm. you know they told us all these cute little places to get noodles and then they're telling yeah, us yeah. about like their lives and then we share a beer and you're like i am in vietnam i'm not in a fucking hotel i'm in vietnam mm -hmm. right now yeah right. he's chilling. chilling yeah yeah amazing that's amazing yeah it is it is amazing um, oh so god like, i'm so glad i yeah. traveled i'm so glad yeah. i traveled especially yeah, now I mean, yeah, right now, like, who knows when when this is going to be possible again? I mean, you can um, travel, but it's like, mm -hmm. you know, do I want to be on a long haul flight for 10 hours? Like, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. short flights, maybe keep your mask on the mm -hmm. whole time. But, you know, still, yeah, it's it's a scary idea. Yeah, it's unsettling. It is. Yeah, it's, it's super a, it's unsettling. A, it's a, it's a, so I feel I feel like that's a good thing. Huh? Even when I go on the train or go shopping. It's not this like oh let's 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 go to a restaurant or let's let's go shopping. It's just like yeah, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> when I get sick. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it's just um. There's the underlying like, just discomfort. Mm -hmm. If you're smart, mm -hmm. you should be uncomfortable. You should mm -hmm. be. That's yeah. what's gonna keep yeah. you safe. In my but it kind of it kind of made me think like is this what like humans felt like. You know when, before, like we were hunting hunters and gatherers were like lions and like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you mean like, like a maybe. general unsettling feeling? Like yeah, we're yeah. Like... Conversations with each other, like <laughs> like grunting and groaning and shit. Yeah, but they were really saying like, man, I can't believe I got to go out there tomorrow. Yeah. I think they probably were. I can't imagine. Yeah. Like they were just like, I yeah, am brave. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, I can't imagine there wasn't some level of anxiety. Like, I gotta go hunt for my shit. I might die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always the underlying. Or, yeah, or maybe like... not. Or maybe because that was there was no one telling them that it was dangerous. I don't mm -hmm. know. Maybe there, mm -hmm. there, one of their many, you know, ladies they were, <laughs> you know, reproducing <laughs> with were like being like, I'm so afraid. Or they were like, That's what you gotta do, motherfucker. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know, I have, that's an interesting. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, for some reason, I want to see like an animated version of this. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking, you know, be a, I, I had like two ideas, kind of off topic, but I had like these two ideas. <laughs> I, I hope, uh, like, so are made are, are made in my lifetime. The one idea yeah. would be like, um, just like it's kind of like time travel, but, but like um, people going having to survive in different periods of time like the ice age and then like they wisp away to like dinosaurs but like not not so much <laughs> with like the animals and stuff but like the oxygen the oxygen levels are different like you know the further you know what i mean like so like yeah like really kind of science sciencey type of like the bugs are different and shit like you know sure. what kind of diseases the oh we'd around, all die you know, like, oh let's go yeah. back please <laughs> yeah. we don't die. yeah yeah it be mad like the like I have one scene like they go back I don't know like you know sixty five no because like fruiting plants are actually kind of new like even flowers are, are relatively new like plants didn't really flower but like I can I remember seeing like I could just think of a scene of somebody seeing they're mad hungry and they see like a fruit 
and to like eat it but that shit's like poisonous and like but it looks like an apple you know what i'm saying it's, oh an apple and the guy like just drops dead because the the apple seeds are, have like stupid stupid that, like, like, don't, like, i know what that is yeah yeah right because like eat because the apple seeds i think dogs can't eat them because um they have cyanide in them so like our, our stomachs can't break down the seed covering but like dog right. stomach acid is stronger, so like a dog can like kill itself if it eats apple seeds. Supposedly, I don't know. I think nut nutmeg too. If you ever I've heard to, something about uh, this as well. Like, yeah, man. That's why like if I ever go back to New York, man, if some weird weird reason, uh, I'm gonna carry around some nutmeg. So if some pit bull comes at me, I'm gonna bow right in the <laughs> face. Man, <so>. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't like dogs, man. But um, <laughs> I, didn't, I wish I knew that when I was younger. Oh, my yeah. God, it's so you funny, this conversation. Like, how it ended up where we're at right now. I love it. It's like, it's like that is a killing, flow killing of conversation exactly the way it should be. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, like, this, this, just, this, and this like, how with, did yeah, we yeah. get here? <laughs> uh, I think we're talking about it's like the, the, the uncertainty of COVID. And if that, like, that kind of, uh, I guess, I don't know, being aware of your mortality it's something sure. that you should be used to. Yeah, yeah. That's a really, that's a, I'm sure someone's like written a thesis about this too. Like, you know, how far yeah, back yeah. do you think humans have been aware of their own mortality? And I feel like, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. Like they must have, there were some people were dying, they were dying all the time. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Childbirth, yeah. babies dying all the time. Like, you know, who knows? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if like without yeah. like funerals and like, you know, the big, mm -hmm. the big like question of and religion and things. If like being aware of your own mortality mm -hmm. is a newer thing because of you know organized religion yeah. and all that stuff, I think that probably has a lot to mm -hmm. do with it too. But I can't imagine that people weren't like, we know that you might die tomorrow, you know, like because they were dying, they were taking <laughs> a huge yeah, risk, yeah. Yeah, like nuts, way huge yeah, risk. Anyway, yeah, sorry, but <laughs> like let's yeah, make yeah, fire. Yeah, like the fire's too big and then they all die yeah so yeah like, all die yeah yeah oh my yeah, god that's so like, crazy that's so weird man. oh now we've got covid what's really changed you know it's like another yeah. threat to a uh, threat to human existence and you know pe people are scared and and here we are yeah i guess it's like it's like the, the cold war that was something we grew up with right like the ever looming threat of nuclear it's true uh, and every generation like has had yeah it's true our generation we had some feeling of that in the beginning of certain things but but i don't think i think this is the first time i feel like all right okay <laughs> like <laughs> there is something that's like on a global level that i'm worried about but you know I'm also worried about Donald Trump, and that's that's <laughs> that's there too. So it's like, whew, that's another conversation. Yeah, yeah, another conversation. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, it's weird because yeah, I just yeah, I don't know. Just I think about all the people that, um, you know, die from like regular shit like cancer or heart you know heart attack, like you know, the, i understand these these politicians be living to like a million years old it's like, like i know why use like like people stressed out and have heart attacks and like eat, eat you know like how do you yeah right right superhuman strength like is it like drive that comes like the fact that they are politicians like their drive maybe their genetic fucking makeup i don't know man like 
I've never thought once about yeah, being no. a politician. Like that's not in me at all. There isn't a, no. a hair in me that's like yeah. interested at all. But like yeah. there are politicians, there are people that's, you know, that is their life. That's mm-hmm. their world. And I don't know. I don't know. And they seem to live forever. That's weird. And, 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 and you know, <laughs> yeah. stress causes heart attacks. Like what's going on? They're not stressed out. I guess if you're a psychopath, yeah. like you're not stressed out because it's just, you know. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think, I think it's like it some is, level of like exactly. when you're not right, like you're not feeling stressed. Mm-hmm. Everything's going yeah. exactly how you planned it. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it must be something something yeah it's probably if somebody wrote a thesis on that <laughs> i don't know what else know. to yeah, say i'm like and see if somebody wrote it. <laughs> yeah I'm like you know oh, you man. you you're not stressed out like if you're if you're a serial killer and you're clearly a psychopath you don't feel stressed yeah. out after like dexter didn't feel stressed out after he killed man that was who he was <laughs> Yeah, Hannibal Lecter, all these yeah, characters. Like, they, 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 they you don't feel stressed when like your reality is not everyone else's reality. Everyone else's reality is, oh my God, mm-hmm. you're doing these horrific things. But when your reality is like, this is how I'm going to transform or whatever the fucking reason they use for it. You know, like, <laughs> I think, you know why I'm saying this? Because I watched, I watched Silence of the Lambs and then I watched fucking Red Dragon. <laughs> this is a terrible oh, sequel. Oh, back to back. And then I watch. And then I watched. The, for some reason, last <laughs> night I watched the last episode of Dexter, the last season and the last episode, because I was like, I just, I miss it. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. I watched it last night. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I just dropped all of that stuff just now. <laughs> oh my God! Netflix needs to yeah, fucking step their game up. If I'm watching Silence of the Lambs, Red Dragon, and Dexter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. They gotta get some, some something new. They gotta get some new stuff. Oh man, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking for almost like a little over an hour. Uh, yeah, yeah we're wow. off, off topic. Maybe, maybe yeah, well, I'll, I'll edit some of that. But um, oh my god, but yeah, bro. yo, but um, that's, <laughs> but yeah, it's so interesting. Just about like how you just travel to to you know twenty eight different countries and have like these really heart to heart you know um experiences with you know these people who who live there and stuff and yeah, um, really and special. Yeah, so, like what what it. Yeah. So, like, what are you up to now? Like, um, how, you know, what, what, uh, you know, how, how's that? Like, you said that kind of changed, you know, your outlook and stuff. So, yeah, where, where are you at now? Um, and what are you up to now? Yeah. Well, I think that where am I? Where I'm at now is the best place I can be with everything that's going on, which I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty, mm-hmm. pretty lucky. Um, so mm-hmm. nannying wasn't something I ever thought I would do. But because mm-hmm. language school teaching, teaching, I mean, teaching English as a foreign language, teaching ESL mm-hmm. is not mm-hmm. necessarily easy at this point because of schools and, you know, mm-hmm. capacity students and um, online schooling. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a mess and there's lots of unemployment. So where I'm at right now is doing the best I can with the skills that I have. And a huge part of traveling and all those interactions and stuff is like, I feel really comfortable um and confident with myself and my personality that like just going in to something new i'm not scared and that's huge so becoming a nanny and meeting families and being all of a sudden in charge of their kids is a scary thing Mm -hmm. but my you know uh, experiences traveling and just kind of thrusting myself into 
all of these beautiful experiences with other people on really personal levels and um mm -hmm. also just seeing the strength within myself after all those years of traveling mm -hmm. and all that stuff but like you know it's really really helped me and honestly like this little mm -hmm. niche that i found for myself here i'm very very lucky to have it um Times are tough for a lot of people, and and I've been able to use the skills that I have from teaching, and also my, my, one of my families that I nanny for is they're from New Zealand, and a huge problem they had with finding a nanny was that oh wow no one got like their got them, they felt like they couldn't find someone that fit well in their family, and a huge mm -hmm. thing that we talked about is that because I mm -hmm. you know spent time with a lot of people, I worked with some New Zealanders, you know when you don't travel like you might not be comfortable with a different culture or. They might not be comfortable with you, but we get along really, really well because, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's a huge part of it. So I'm seeing lots of lots of the things that I've done in my yeah. past being – they're very helpful right now. <laughs> Traveling, like being Dope. comfortable with – That's people. great. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. Really good. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's – yeah, so, you know, things things have worked out, you know, like, um, you know, it's because I can know we spoke – couple of days ago just about like you know the high unemployment rates and it's hard to get a job anywhere it really it's is dope that you know um yeah it's great that you know your experience you know um traveling and and and, t and teaching and working abroad um has you know um afforded you the opportunity to 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 you know to survive you know to, it's, it really to has and i, I never would have thought that, that money yeah I really never mm -hmm. thought, and I, awesome. I felt like when I came back here, when I left Russia, which is where I just was, um, I felt mm -hmm. like I was going to be screwed, like it was going to be real hard for me, but it turned out that like mm -hmm. being a teacher, they don't even care, especially young learners. They're like, oh, you tell English to little kids? Like my kid's only three or four, and they're like learning how to write mm -hmm. and read, and it's really the same kind of teaching, so it's good. They're like really yeah, excited yeah. about it. They're like, my kids, I'm not putting my kid back in school. I don't want just a nanny. I want someone that mm -hmm. like can do a little bit more. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, uh, I don't have a college That's degree, awesome, but I'll tell you all that travel and that teaching English abroad has is re is really the only reason i have jobs right now <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so and it's pretty also, it's pretty like, incredible i'm sure like you know being a bar manager being a bar manager at, you know helps as well right just like oh being, yeah being, you know, cool, cool uh, like under pressure and just oh know, yeah be able to like you know micromanage as you said before like like you know be aware of different moving parts and stuff yeah, so, yeah it's awesome it's 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 funny because you think that like doing things like doing laundry while you're taking care, care of two kids is, I know lots of moms that mm -hmm. can do it. My mom did it. You know, she went up and down flights mm -hmm. of stairs. But they're super women, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. it is hard being a mom. And I'm not a mom, but oh, taking yeah. care of someone else's kids and doing that stuff, yeah. I can tell you right now, being a bar manager mm -hmm. and running up and down and having to do this and this and this and have two things going at once like my brain works that way and it works real well so i can like do the task at hand but then still have like the checklist of things that need to be done in the back of my head and like an objective for the day you know like mm -hmm. it's super useful yeah, yeah 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 and also you know when the kids are crazy i just give them a shot of whiskey <laughs> just kidding just yeah, kidding i would never give i'm just gonna clarify i would never give a child any booze <laughs> Unless, you know, they got, they got a new tooth coming in and then you rub some whiskey on the gums. Just kidding. I think, I think, I think my, my, my dad used to give me some brandy. Yeah. 
That's old school. But yes, <laughs> I no, I don't give children probably, booze. Yeah, illegal. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that today. <laughs> right? Uh, but, uh, no. But... <laughs> Is it gluten-free whiskey? Yeah, yeah. All the stuff that kept us alive for, for hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah, we, we don't do that. And all of a sudden, we don't need that anymore. <laughs> but God, if I ever have a child, I'm rubbing whiskey on the damn teeth. <laughs> oh, man, I'm just messing around. But yeah, no. Nah. Um, yeah. But yeah, yo, um, thank you, thank you so much. Um, and I, okay, so I just wanna just, just wrap it up and uh, just ask all my guests this question, and is um, it's can you speak other languages, even a few words other than English? Uh, if so, please share. Oh, cool. Well, you know, yes, Spanish, but um, I'm sure mm -hmm. you've had a few guests speak some Spanish, but I still, yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to keep the Russian. I'm still trying to keep my Russian alive. So I'm trying to think what I can say. Um, um, Phil. Angel. I'm just lost so fast. I should have just stopped at the first sentence I said. I literally just said hello and uh, to you and introduced myself. And then I said, I love beer. <laughs> and then awesome. that was it. All right. Awesome. Man. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's much, so much better so than nuts, that. Man. I just, you know, yeah, my brain yeah, went yeah, brain. Like, how long were you, how, how long were you in Russia? Russia? Working. Um, almost two years. Yeah, yeah. yeah almost so two like, years. Yeah, man, I was in Ukraine a little bit before, and they speak Russian there too. So, like, my Russian started when I was mm -hmm. in Ukraine. So, yeah, two years, mm -hmm. a little under two years. Dope, dope. Yeah. It's like different, right? Like the handwriting is different than the print and stuff. Like I tried to learn how to read it because I always wanted to know how to pronounce the because some Russian words look like the the Greek alphabet, but yeah, and then they're also just like uh, like a backwards sounds, R yeah. is an actual. Yeah. Yeah, like actually, like yeah, like yeah. regular, like they look like English letters. Like an H is mm -hmm, an N mm -hmm. sound, and an R is a is yeah, a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, it's cool. Mm -hmm. I can read. I can still read everything. Yeah, Cyrillic. It's I love mm -hmm. it. I think it's a beautiful. Mm -hmm. I think Russian is a fantastic language. I love it so much. Yeah, I need yeah. to like keep practicing so I don't lose That's it. Awesome. I feel so ashamed at how poorly I just. That's so lame. Introduce myself. Happens, I love happens. beer. It's all good. I know. Um, I miss it though. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, there, there's some good YouTube channels and stuff I was watching. Um, you know, trying to just learn the alphabet and stuff. So, a yeah, lot. It's you know, cool though. It's so cool. Yeah. I love that I can read it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really it's it's and it looks cool. It just looks cool. It does. It when does. you see it, when you see it Cyrillic does. written out, yeah, it's just it looks cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yo, yo, so yo, thank you so much. Uh, You're welcome, Phil. This, this was so fun. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and um, yeah, we'll love to have you have you back on. Maybe talk about just uh, you know anything else you want. Maybe talk about some crazy stories that you've experienced in like one of the 28 countries or anything. Sure, sure, or anything <laughs> that you cool might want to ask me specifically about. Yeah, totally. I'm in. This was super yeah, fun, yeah. and I think this is a great idea. What you're doing, I think it's awesome. There's a lot. Um, just finished. Just uploaded ten, and I have like another almost like uh, ten, ten more of that. Wow. Published. So yeah, it's gonna be. I saw I saw yeah, on Facebook of, uh, Allison. Yeah, 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 Allison. Yep, yeah, yep. that's so cool. <laughs> I remember I met her at the barbecue. Yep, met her at the barbecue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So crazy. So, so yeah, yo. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, thank you for being a hero that I call by the first name. Hey, man. You're a hero that I call by your first name, too, Bill. <laughs> I miss you, homie.